Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Okay, now let's see. Um, um, hello, Siri? Hi, Bertha. Hi. Um, where is my iPhone? Hello? Hi, Siri? Hmm. Okay. Siri? Hello? No response. No response. Oh, okay. Oh, here's my iPhone. What happened to Siri? Um, I don't know where Siri is on my iPhone. Oh, oh, here's a little picture. Ways that should be able to help me. I would like to know where is Siri? She has a nice name. Well, that is very kind. Where is Siri? For me to help you with that, you'll need to sign in to your Google Assistant. When it's safe, you can do so in the voice and sound settings. Okay, this is not helpful. So, I'm trying to locate... Oh! Oh, wow. Oh, I can't deal with this right now. Hi. Oh, this is Eartha. And I'm just trying to sign on to some of my um, devices. And, you know, so I'm trying to get familiar with some of the technology. I am so excited because I just finished a couple of workshops on mindfulness and also I completed an awesome um, symposium and the symposium was put on by um, the Association for Nursing Professional Development um, the main theme was aspire to inclusivity. Um, and I just want to do a shout out for the uh, nursing professional developers. This was a totally awesome um, online symposium. And a lot of the uh, presenters were presenting all kinds of different um, the ways to use technology for meetings and training and things like that. So I thought maybe I could use some of those voice-activated um, animation uh, media devices, but I think I'm stuck. And that's kind of how my week has been going as far as technology. You know, I was in the grocery store a couple of days ago 
I just wanted to buy strawberries. And I overheard one of the people there make a statement. And the statement was, why are people so rude? And it struck me that this person was maybe just verbalizing because actually there was nobody around the person. You know, everybody was kind of like minding their own business, trying to find different vegetables. And one thing, I think it's a occupational um, outcome, I would say, in learning mindfulness. is it makes, it makes the person, makes me really pay attention to my surroundings so much so sometimes I have to block out uh, certain information because, you know, I, I don't want to be nosy or, or anybody else's business, but that statement really struck me um, pretty odd. And I wondered what made that person feel so aggravated or make a statement that everyone is so rude. And I was linking that in to what what happened to our society. We know what happened within these last year, the last couple of last few months, of course. And we have seen our our world just accelerate and develop different platforms of media to continue our businesses, our lifestyles, our education. I'm wondering as a byproduct of that, how much have we kind of broken away from compassion, compassionate relationships? Because I think more now than ever, we're really interacting with our devices a whole lot more. And is that really taking away from building relationships face to face? This is Eartha and welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I am delighted that you are joining me and I would like to use this time to kind of explore with you, you know, what do you think? But before I get started, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And I would like to thank, with much gratitude, my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you are at. Now let's get started. So I'm talking with these devices, Siri, and it has gotten to the point, you know, there's Siri and then there's Alexa and I'm, I don't know who else is out there. It just seems as though we're really, we have really taken, um, and, and I'm, I have to say before I say one statement that I don't think that we really have achieved the maximum capacity of using our technology um, to the point where 
um, it can make our lives and make this world a better place. I, I think we are in transition. I know that the technology is the advancements, the usage of it has really accelerated. And because of that acceleration, it makes me wonder that maybe we are really at the beginning stage of a breakthrough of using technology to make our world a better place. In building a group, and I'm going to reflect on this, many times in group dynamics and group development, a group will come together. And first, you might you might observe, or maybe from your experience, at first that group may be a little standoffish. They're kind of, you know, checking each other out, except for the extroverts. Extroverts tend to have a shorter period of time of checking people out because the way they interact with the environment is to exert themselves. Whereas the introverts, a lot of times, doesn't mean that they are hiding. It just means that they process a little differently. But at any rate, um, at first, that group has to have a, t- a chance to kind of get to know each other. And that's why we have, you know, icebreakers and and these um, different activities that kind of warm the uh, relationships up. And once that group begins to kind of get to know each other, uh, you know, different personalities are starting to come out. And, and in the process of that, without going into a whole lot of details about group development and group dynamics, um, sometimes conflict arises. Um, and, you know, differences in personality, differences in values, uh, differences in experiences. And, of course, when there's differences, you know, everything, everybody is bringing something different to the table. And the gift of dealing with those differences is acceptance and using the spark of curiosity to maybe find out another person's perspective. Along with that, using the skill of listening. And so it depends on the experience of the individual, of the group, of the facilitator to move that group and help the, help that group move along through some of those challenges and conflicts. As we interact with technology, I th- am thinking that maybe technology is a, another entity, another member of the group. It is artificial. It is made by humans. However, the technology by humans is being humanized. We're interacting with our technology and bringing this technology in to satisfy our educational needs, our entertainment needs, and oftentimes we use the technology to satisfy basic needs. You know, we can adjust our utilities, air conditioning, and and, uh, uh, lights in the house and all that kind of thing. So it's really becoming an intricate part of our lives. With that being said, 
in my opinion, is kind of taking away from the interacting or interactions with uh, various individuals. And so the skill of communicating with individuals may be getting a little rusty. That's just my opinion. Uh, And so I go back to the situation in the store when I heard this person say, why are people so, uh, so rude? And, and for that person to, to not only say that, that's one thing, but this person said it and it was, it was like, she was talking to herself. You know, you know sometimes we, we verbalize, but it, nobody was really paying this person any attention. And doesn't that say a lot? That, you know, there are some, there are some people who are very sensitive and in the midst of all our technology to show our compassion, to share a kind word, to smile, to give eye contact and just simply maybe look away from what is preoccupying our mind and kind of look at the individual means a lot. It could make a person's day. Um, and I'm, I have to say, I'm guilty. I didn't respond to the lady. I didn't know who she was talking about. I was, I was busy looking for strawberries. And I feel really bad about that. I could have I could have said something. And you see, we we go back to the way I could have. That moment is lost. So, you know, I I have to look back on that situation. That time will not come back. That that time is now part of the past. And so, mindfully, as I reflect right now. And just those few seconds that I heard that that statement is has really made me more sensitive and sparked my awareness on how much our technology is driving us maybe away from interacting and building our interaction skills with each other. Technology is not going away. So I think it's really unrealistic to say, turn off all your computers, shut down your iPhones, and talk to me. (laughs) I think that will cause the opposite effect. There has to be a, a way where we can coexist and still, because we are the humans, to be able to be sensitive enough that when we communicate with each other, it is at such a high level that even a few moments is meaningful. When I was talking to Siri on my computer, I asked Siri, you know, where is Siri? And and I was talking to my phone. These are not real. They are programmed 
animation responses. But you're real. And I appreciate you. And I thank you for listening to my program. Whether if this is your first time or maybe you're following me throughout all the series that I have put out. I thank you and I appreciate you. And I I give you a challenge to bring awareness to your life and when you get the gift and the opportunity to talk to an individual, whether it's your family or someone in a store or anywhere, to give a gift of attention and share the words of kindness and compassion. Because when we don't say anything, like like I didn't say anything, it really does contribute to the the harsh, impersonal world. And there are many people who may just say a blurb and they're either proving us, they're, they're proving them, that statement correct or, you know, we could offer a, a compassionate smile or an acknowledgement or, you know, Sometimes, you know, we're hesitant because we don't know. We've gotten so um, uh, shy about responding to different situations because we just don't know. And that is also a part of our awareness of us adapting to all the changes that has occurred. But maybe we could start somewhere. And so I invite you to take this challenge and in your world to respond with compassion and to acknowledge and let's make our interactions with each other as one-on-one no matter where it is mask or or no, no mask let's make it a great and a compassionate interaction thank you so much again from myself and I look forward to talking with you next time Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's available now at Amazon.com.